NFL trainers and Pokemon enthusiasts. Introducing Go Battlecast, your weekly fix for all things Pokemon Go and Pokemon. Get the unfiltered, raw truth on the game, culture, and community. So, let the battle begin. Here are your hosts, Zach Duarte and Dominic Zingali. And we're back with another episode of the Go Battlecast Podcast, episode 022. As Dom would say, we're episode 22. Again, a week without Dom. I know, I know how terrible it must be to listen to the Go Battlecast without the only legend on the podcast so far. That's Dom. I know, I know. I haven't reached legend yet. It's uh, it's honestly not been a priority, and that's okay. Something we will talk about in today's episode. As I'm going solo today, y- you know, here's what happened. It's Go Battle Day. Dom told me ahead of time he couldn't do the episode today again, which is fine. Um, and we're going to get him back on here soon enough. He's incredibly busy. And, and you know, if you follow him on YouTube, he, he, he'll he tell you and update you about it there. Also on Twitch as well, Pogo Dom's. Please check him out there on both of those platforms. But yeah, he's a busy guy. He's uh, he's he's really knocking it out of the park in terms of the freelance photography and videography game. So um, we'll get him back on the Go Battlecast soon enough here. But um, a lot a lot for us to talk about. But what happened is it's Go Battle Day, and I really asked one person. I actually asked my buddy Jacob from the BTW podcast, and and he's streaming tonight on go battle day so i you know i i figured that's going to be the response i'm going to get from a lot of people so you know what i I just said i can do this one by myself there's plenty of stuff for me to talk about and i'm used to talking to myself because i don't have a lot of friends so uh (laughs) it's not not anything i i'm not used to but um yeah so you know i'm not legend yet we we talked about this last week dom is and it's just going into one of these things where I'm incredibly busy. I was up in northern Florida this week visiting some family. Not really a lot of time. I did get to play some Go Battle Day, maybe half the sets. But um, and and I'm an expert rank, but just not not a lot of time to devote right now. With I have a final a, a final for the first part of my. Uh, I'm t- I'm back in massage therapy school, so. You know, we're really focusing on that while um, while I'm in the school for one year. But that's okay. That's okay. If we reach it, great. If not, not the worst thing in the world. Uh, so no no Dom, Go Battle Day. Feel free to hit us up on Twitter at Go Battlecast. Let us know how your Go Battle Day is going. Uh, you definitely like those. I think it's, what, triple or quadruple Stardust rewards on Go Battle Day for the for the first win in the set, not, not for the end of set rewards. But... Um, that those are definitely days you look forward to in terms of accruing and accumulating extra stardust. So, yeah, let us know how your go battle day is in the Ultra League, uh, the Open Ultra League, and the Ultra League Premier Classic, which are happening right now. I I, I will say I have enjoyed. Um, I haven't played any Open Ultra League. I have played all Ultra League Premier Classic because I'm not big on building legendaries really, and I have I've enjoyed Ultra League Premier Classic. And and the thing that I've noticed through uh, well the new the, the league switch tomorrow the things that I have noticed through the two weeks of Ultra League Premier Classic is the skill of other players I I can definitely tell um, because in Great League 
um, there is a wide variety of Pokemon that you can choose from that are viable, that are Pokemon that you can use and you can win with. When you get to the Ultra League and when you get to the Master League, the meta increasingly shrinks. And so if you're playing Ultra League Premier Classic, you're seeing a lot of Trevenant, Walrein, Obstagoon, Charizard, Snorlax. I mean, the meta is basically 10 to 15 Pokemon, give or take a few here and there. So you're seeing, and what I'm seeing is the skill level of a lot of players is vastly improved from where it's been in the last couple of seasons. You know, I've been getting charge moves caught, uh, you know, just just uh, good team comps, so on and so forth. So uh, I've tried a lot of teams. Uh, I've climbed a little bit, but uh, I am definitely tipping my hat to the PvP community with their skill level. I, I think it's gotten increasingly better uh, now that we're almost through 10 seasons. We've got about three weeks left to go in the season, so now is the time to make the Legend Push if you haven't already. Today, we have the start of the Master League, the Master League Premier Classic, and also the Love Cup. So the Love Cup is a Great League format, uh, 1500 CP or under to enter, and only red or pink Pokemon will be allowed. So I will probably be playing the Love Cup for the next two weeks. I don't have a lot of Master League Pokemon built, and uh, I, I did in seasons you know, two and three, but now that... There's been an extra six or seven seasons of Pokemon uh, that have gained relevancy in those leagues. I have not built those. So I will probably be playing a lot of Love Cup myself. And you're going to see, again, red or pink Pokemon only will be allowed in the Love Cup. Now, I am reading here that three times Stardust from win rewards will, will happen for the next two weeks as well. And that's all all three leagues, Master League, Master League Premier Classic, and Love Cup. You'll get three times catch starters for win rewards. It does not include the end of set rewards. So that's that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome right there. The uh, the three times catch starters. So I think for a win, you know, you can get anywhere from 2,000 to 3,000 Stardust for that first win in your Go Battle League set. So, and then after that, you will probably have, I think it's one more week after that to end up the month of February with all three regular leagues, Great League, Ultra League, and Master League to close up Season 10. And then we'll get to Season 11, which is really where things start to shift because you're going to have the regional Pokemon Go PvP tournaments. And those are, I think they start taking place in April, if I'm not mistaken. The first one is in Orlando on April 1st. So that is when that's going to start in season 11. So you you should start to hear some news about that coming up in the next few weeks here as we get to the month of March where season 11 will start and we'll be a month or two away from several different regional Pokemon Go tournaments around the world. Right now we're in the midst of the Lunar event. This was an event that was announced just after we posted our episode it's an event that happens every year that features one specific Pokemon. This year it was Lit Leo. Lit Leo debuted in its shiny form. You also had what seemed to be red Pokemon out in the wild. A lot of Magikarp, Voltorb, Sasuian Voltorb, which I still have not received my $5 from Dom. But the Go Battlecast community has let Dom know that he owes me $5, which I think is awesome. I think if you're watching him on stream, if you watch his videos on YouTube, or you can tweet at him, um, let him know that, that 
he owes me $5. Let him know that the community of Go Battlecast knows because he has received several notifications on stream that he owes me $5. Um, we're also seeing a lot of Torchics, Growlithe, Paris, which uh, can be caught in its shiny form, a very, very actually rare spawn that came out in the Kanto, uh, Kanto Tour last year. And uh, it's out in this event now as well. You have increased chance for lucky friends in trades. Uh, two ex two special trades a day, if I'm not mistaken. And I think these bonuses end tomorrow. Also, double stardust from opening events. So, a neat little event. This one happens every year. Um, it's it's not the sexiest event. I thought Lit, Lit Leo was a cool shiny. But, um, you know, coming off of the power plant event, which I think is one of the best events that the game has had for a long, long time in terms of the spawns, the bonuses, the Pokemon, having a, a, a new Pokemon come out from another region. I thought that was one of the best events for a long time for new players and for players who have been playing the game for five, four or five years at this point. It was an event that everybody could enjoy. You know, this one was a little bit more mild, so to say, in terms of the spawns and what you could catch in the wild, but not a bad event in, in, in totality. We will be getting an announcement of a new event uh, probably in the next day or two of the Valentine's event. That's going to happen from Thursday, February 10th to Monday, February 14th, which is, of course, Valentine's Day. In the note here from Pokemon Go, it says that trainers can celebrate Valentine's Day with uh, in-game events and activities. An evolutionary line of fairy-type Pokemon will even make its Pokemon Go debut, and I think this will be none other than the pure fairy type Pokemon Flabebe or Flabibi. I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, it's got those little accents on top of the E's, but it evolves into Floette and then it evolves into Flor Florgus, Florgus, and it is a Pokemon, uh, a Gen 6 Pokemon. I actually remember catching and, and playing with this Pokemon in uh, X and Y, and this was the generation where Fairy-type Pokemon was introduced. It was a completely new typing to the game, and I, I have a feeling, based off of it being in the loading screen, that this is the Pokemon that you will see debuting this week in the Valentine's Day event. I, don't, I have no idea in terms of the, the moves, the energy cost, uh, but we do know it is a pure Fairy-type Pokemon. So uh, that will be introduced this week, and then you could probably use that in the Love Cup as well because it is a pink Pokemon. So we'll, we'll, it'll be interesting to see how this Pokemon, uh, does it have relevancy in the meta? Is it a cup Pokemon? How is it going to be used uh, in Go Battle League? So make sure to check out those videos. And of course, you know, Swag, uh, he was on the podcast last week. I'm sure as soon as the information is out, he will let us know what kind of PvP relevancy this Pokemon will have, the moves, the energy cost, so on and so forth. So that is uh, is what I would expect coming up this week is is the Fairy-type Pokemon, Flabebe. I don't know exactly how to say it. I hope I'm not butchering it, but that's what I am predicting come, comes to the game this week. And we know, if you listen to the Go Battlecast, my predictions are pretty accurate. So if Dom wants to take me up on another $5 bet, he can. He can. Uh, we'll talk about it behind the scenes, and I'll uh, we'll we'll talk about it next week. Hopefully, he'll be back on uh, sometime next week here, and maybe maybe he can just owe me ten dollars at this point because uh, he still hasn't paid me up on my five dollar bet yet. So, one thing about the lunar event that I I did forget to mention 
is that Meowths are spawning in the wild. Uh, those are one of those extra Stardust catches. I believe it's 750 Stardust per catch. I could be wrong. Uh, but also, you have the Meowth in the Tasks. You have both the Galarian Meowth and also Alolan Meowth as well. I'm trying to... I was like, Hisuian? No, it's, it's Alolan Meowth and Galarian Meowth appearing in Tasks. And I actually caught a shiny... Galarian Meowth, which I was I was really excited about. I actually like that one. Steel type is one of my favorite typings in the game. So and and I've been hanging on to the other Alolan Meowths because on Community Day we'll have triple triple Stardust catches. So if you put those in your uh, special research task, you you hang on to them until that day. You put a star piece on. You could get I think it's somewhere up to two thousand to twenty five hundred Stardust per. Per Galarian Meowth catch on Community Day. So hopefully that's something that you guys have been uh, hanging on to there. But uh, I, I did think that was a cool feature uh, of the Lunar event was the additions of the Meowth. I'd like to see more Meowth tasks as well because uh, there are three different forms of Meowth. And uh, they, they, you know, Berserker has some play in PvP and it's a Pokemon I haven't been able to use because I haven't caught a good one yet so or I haven't traded one and gotten the IVs to have a viable PvP Berserker so I, I, I'm stoked that I caught a shiny and uh, I, I'm hoping to, to find a few more of these tasks before the events over but uh, and who knows maybe the Meowth will move over into the Valentine's event I, I don't know I don't know I, I happen to think it'll be all pink and, and red Pokemon in the special research tasks so uh, there's something to keep an eye out. But if you're listening to this today, well, when this po when this podcast comes out on Monday, you still have an opportunity to go out there and get some of these tasks. So uh, I thought that was a cool feature of the Lunar Event. So the Love Cup starts today, tomorrow, and Spotlight Hour. You'll have another one of my specialty Pokemon, Spritzy, coming to the Spotlight Hour from 6 to 7 p.m. Two times catch Stardust uh, in that event tomorrow, the one-hour event tomorrow. And if you've seen my, my video on Dom's channel with my level 50 Spritzy in Go Battle League, that may be something I could be I could be using in the Love Cup. I don't know. We have to see. I'm, I, I would like to hit Legend, but I'd also like to do it in my way, which is something we've talked about ad nauseum here on the Go Battlecast podcast. And maybe that is something I consider. Who knows? Although I have a feeling we will see a lot of Fairy-type Pokemon coming up in the Love Cup. So uh, I, I don't want to have a Pokemon that you know, will be inferior to the other fairy Pokemon as well. So speaking of red or pink Pokemon, we have the February Community Day coming up on Saturday the 12th from 11 to 5 local time. Hoppip will be appearing more frequently in the wild. We talked about this in December, one of the potential Community Day Pokemon, and it just didn't excite me at all. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I'm still not excited about it. And they, they tend to do this. Niantic tends to do this. They put the shit Pokemon on Community Day when it's triple Stardust. I think the last one was maybe, was it Duskull? I can't remember if that's right or not. But I, I, I feel like every time it's triple catch Stardust, it's a meh Pokemon on Community Day. And this is another one. Uh, I know it's a three-stage evolution. Um, that will evolve into Skiploom, and then from there evolve into Jumpluff as well, and it will receive the special move Acrobatics. I don't even know if it's special. 
It's just uh, it's it's the community day move acrobatics. It's a new move to the game. I'm enjoying all these new moves that they're introducing in the game. We got icicle spear with wall rain, and now we're getting acrobatics with uh, with jump bluff. So uh, you know it, it's one of those heavy hitting charge moves. Again, you want to see the effects of this move, how much energy it's going to cost, the damage it's going to do. Check out Ryan Swag on YouTube. He has all the information, and he's had this out for a while. But, uh, you know, it's I'm going to play this community day. I'm probably not going to dedicate myself to being out there for six hours. But uh, I'll probably get to the park for an hour or two and then just passively play the game as I go about my day. Again, Saturday is one of my only free days now in, in terms of my schedule. So it's just it, it's it, how much time do I want to dedicate to a to a skip loom jump fluff hop it community day. It's, it, it's not something that excites me a lot. Now, another a couple of cool new bonuses coming to this community day is if, if you're going to play this event in parks, which I know down here in South Florida, we have a lot. You you obviously will catch hop-ips in the wild, but you can catch skip looms too, which will give extra XL candy and more stardust per catch as well. So I think that's a cool new feature. That's that's something that sh should happen in community days. You know, if it's a water type Pokemon, say for example, Squirtle, okay, well if you play near the, the beach or play near a lake or something like that, you can get second evolutionary stage of the Pokemon. Here's more War Turtle, here's more XL Candies, here's more Stardust. That's a cool little incentive to play the game. And, and so I like that as well. Also, we're going to get up to three free raid passes from gyms during the event and also two hours after the event as well. So I like the extra features. I like that they are incentivizing people to go out and play Community Day. I mean, this is this is a big one. You get the three times catch Stardust. You get the XL candy. Uh, you get the Stardust from catches as well. You get the extra free raid passes. And of course the experience of playing the game in the community and being with your friends so this is this is definitely a a go out there and play it for at least a, a few hours which is going to be my approach if i can dedicate more than one or two hours i will but i will not prioritize community day over spending time with family or stuff like that so um, we'll see how that turns out but i'll definitely get out to the park and play this event because i want to have one or two good pvp relevant pokemon actually already have a jump bluff built for pvp i think it's a shadow so i might just elite tm that one i don't know i'm gonna see how the move does in pvp but uh you know i will i will dedicate at least an hour or two to get out to the park and you should too because uh there is a lot of bonuses in this event as well and by the way the raid passes uh you cannot just collect the raid passes you have to spin the stop utilize that raid pass and then spin the gym stop again in order to get another free raid pass. So it's not a thing where you can just accumulate. You have to spend those raid passes. So get out there to a park where there's a lot of Pokestops, there's a lot of gyms, and there'll be a, a, a couple of raids that you can use these raid passes on as well. Now on Saturday, Registeel will be in the level 5 raids. Of course, Registeel this time will be able to learn the exclusive move Zap Cannon. Uh, during this next week, if you go out there and catch a Reggie Steel in the raid hour coming up on Wednesday or on Saturday with the free raid passes, it will have that exclusive move. Um, Reggie Steel is already a, a pretty powerful Pokemon with the moves that it does have. 
So uh, I'm not sure how Zap Cannon will fare. I'm sure we'll check out a Home Slice Henry video or something like that to see if it's better with Zap Cannon or if it if it actually loses more matchups, taking away one of its other two charge moves. So that's something that you can also look forward to coming up on this week. So a lot of a lot of in-game events spread out. A new Pokemon, uh, Reggie's deal with a new move, a community day, a new event, all coming up this week in Pokemon Go. So. While it may not be the sexiest time to play the game, like I thought it was a few weeks ago, there's still a lot of in-game events worthy of, you know, booting up the game and going out there to a park and grinding and, and playing with your community as well. Now, another piece of in-game news that was dropped this last week, and look, I, I don't really have very much to say about it because they didn't really drop any news about it, is the Pokemon trading card game collaboration with Pokemon Go. I don't even know what to say here because all they all they did was drop a video and said, "Hey, this this is coming to the game. We are partnering with the Pokemon Trading Card Game. There will be an event in the summer. Check this link out for more information." Every time I I, I clicked the link to go check out more information, it told me nothing new. I I clicked the link, it took me to like the Pokemon website. Then it's like, oh, go to the Pokemon Trading Card Game website. I went to the Pokemon Go Trading Card website. Nothing new. No information. Everybody just wanted me to click on their link without giving me any information. So apparently sometime in the summer, there will be a Pokemon Trading Card Game Pokemon Go collaboration. And other than that, I have absolutely no information to give you on that. If you want to see the artwork, go to the Pokemon Trading Card Game Company's website and check it out but that's all there is there's the artwork and there is the information that this event is eventually coming to the game which i thought was kind of stupid but i'll be interested to see how they um fuse these two elements of pokemon together because i feel like there are a lot more people playing uh or collecting pokemon cards than than you would actually think now I'm I'm a, I'm an owner of the original 150. I do have some um, random Pokemon cards here and there, but other than that, I'm not a big Pokemon trading card game guy. But uh, this is interesting. I want to keep my eye on this, see where this goes, see what they do, and if this can enhance the Pokemon Go game at all, I'll, I'll be all into it. But it, you know, it's been hard. Maybe not so lately, but I know in the beginning of the pandemic. There was this whole boom of trading cards, not just Pokemon Go, baseball cards, football cards, NFTs, all these other things that people got into because they had so much more spare time to spare, time to devote to these things. I know that it's been a little bit harder to get packs of Pokemon cards lately than it has been, you know, say five or ten years ago. You go to the store now and they're sold out. And I, I, when I go to Target, I pass by just to check out what, what new packs they have, what boosters they have, etc., etc. And a lot of times that section is completely sold out. So I'm interested in this event. I'm interested to see how it enhances a, the Pokemon Go experience and how they can transfuse these two um, elements of Pokemon together and hopefully uh, make people either want to play Pokemon Go that haven't or get people into collecting Pokemon cards that, that haven't really gotten that experience before. Now, again, I'm a collector. I'm, I've never, like, battled with Pokemon cards ever, I don't think. And I just don't know 
how much time I would have to dedicate to that, but this is something I'm keeping my eye on in terms of how it can enhance Pokemon Go or what cool new features or cool new Pokemon uh, maybe that are only in the Pokemon trading card game can come to Pokemon Go. You know, we've seen Armored Mewtwo, we've seen clone Pokemon, and I, I lo absolutely love those types of Pokemon. Maybe we can get some kind of new version of a Pokemon that's already in the game. Last but not least, uh, I just wanted to touch on the video that we did last week with Boygos and Swag. We, we talked a lot about the Pokemon Go, or I'm sorry, the Pokemon Legends Arceus game. Uh, in the first three days, Pokemon Legends Arceus sold 1.42 million copies, becoming the second fastest selling Switch title. And I think this is just further proof of what we discussed last week, that this is how the Pokemon company has to now approach the Pokemon RPG games and go to Boy Ghost's YouTube and he posted a video of gameplay and he talked about how this is how this is how the games have to look and feel like going forward. I'm sure there's a way that you can enhance that the experience and bring it into a more modern day setting because again, Pokemon Legends Arceus is a game set, you know, a thousand years ago. Um the cool thing is it addresses a lot of the lore of the Pokemon franchise, but just, just the, the, the gameplay, the mechanics, and, and, and everything introduced in Pokemon Legends Arceus is something that the Pokemon company is probably going to have to move forward with because if you take the game back to what it was and limit its gameplay after showing people what can be in, in Legends Arceus, then I think you're going to lose a lot of your player base. It just makes sense to, to, to have a game using the elements that the Nintendo Switch lets you use, as we've seen in Breath of the Wild or Legends Arceus now, where you just have all these, these different elements, you know, day, night, seasons, regions, this is how you have to move forward if you're the Pokemon company with these games because we're in 2022, you know? People can put on a pair of goggles, go into the metaverse, and, and go to a basketball game and stuff. So, you know, I, those two don't necessarily correlate, but you have to bring the Pokemon franchise into the future. And that's what Legends Arceus really did. So I, 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 uh, I'm so looking forward to playing the game. Uh, you know, as I've noted several different times, just just too busy right now to do it. But it it will happen. It absolutely will happen. As somebody who's played the games since Gen One, um, this is an experience I'm very much looking forward to to see how how Pokemon has taken this game into the future. So again, just a small podcast today. Me talking about myself on Go Battle Day. I did, I didn't really want to bother anybody and try and get them on this this podcast because everybody's trying to get their hundred battles in. A lot of people are trying to stream the battles. And it, it's just uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense. So, But we want to make sure that we have some content out there for you. A lot of different touching points for us to talk about. You know, the, the events in the game, the events coming up, what we expect in the game, which I, I would imagine is the fairy-type Pokemon from Gen 6, Flobebe, which evolves into Floette and then evolves into Florgus. And, of course, the Love Cup, Community Day, all these events that are coming to the game. So... Uh, we'll get Dom back in here soon, I promise. I know you guys are tired of just hearing from me. Uh, but, you know, I, I think 
I think I have a very beautiful voice. I think you can agree. And uh, let's see if next week, maybe maybe Dom will owe me ten dollars next week. We can we can check in on that bet. But um, again, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. We'll get Dom back in here, and we'll talk to you next week here on the Go Battlecast podcast. Thanks for catching an episode of Go Battlecast. To catch them all, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information, check out Go Battlecast on Twitter to connect with Zach and Dom. We'll see you next time.